Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted in your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. We are a diverse community of developing disciples. Uh, We are, as the Beauty and the Beast pictured, being transformed from beasts to beauties. There is within every one of us a beastly side, and there is within every one of us this transformation that happens once we say yes to Jesus and we start following Jesus, what Jesus is doing in our lives is he's transforming that beastly part of us into something of beauty. But it's not just about individuals, just, again, this depiction is wonderful if you think through what you're seeing. Because as we're being transformed from beasts to beauty, this transforming of the kingdoms around us begins to happen. Our world begins to be transformed as well. The curse actually begins to be lifted in some way, in some fashion. And it's not just the kingdoms around us that begin to change, but the people around us are also beginning to be transformed. That's why transformation is a huge thing. It's a big deal. It's what God really wants for us. And this passage that we just read says that discipleship, Becoming a disciple of Jesus happens as you and I are transformed, as we as a a community are transformed, and as we take that transformation out to the people around us. But it's something that God is doing. God changes us from the inside out. God changes us from the inside out. If we're just talking about changing behavior, if we're just talking about changing schedules, then that's not really transformation. That's behavior modification. God wants to change us from the inside out. God wants to bring the best out of us. Sometimes our focus in following Jesus is about the things that we don't do. This is, let me give you a secret. As God changes us from the inside out, as God is bringing the best out of us, we stop having time to do the stuff that we used to do. We have so much more to do because we're following Jesus, and it's hard to keep up with Him. So it's not just about stopping bad behavior. It's that God changes us from the inside out. God brings out the best of us, and we we begin living out of that, and we are just doing stuff differently. And God is developing well-formed maturity in us. I loved how the message says the culture around us just wants to keep bringing us down to this level of immaturity. 
But God is, is forming well-formed maturity in us. Again, God is the one that's transforming us. As much as I would want to say, we can do it, we can do it, we, can, we can't do it. Our job is to allow God to do what He does, changing us from the inside out. God bringing out the best of us. God developing well-formed maturity in us. Now, He's doing that in these ways. Uh, I mean, if I, could, if I understand what the passage is saying, God's saying these things will happen if you fix your attention on me, God says, and focus on my kingdom culture. So again, our, our attention is not about our bad behavior or our attention is not about others' bad behavior. Our attention is on God. Fix your attention on God. Our attention is not so much on the culture around us and how bad the culture is and getting wrapped up in the cultural wars. Focus on the kingdom culture. Focus on what is revealed through the New Testament about the kingdom of God. Fix your attention on God. Fix your attention on on His kingdom culture and transformation from the inside out begins to happen. Quickly to respond to what He wants for us and from us. Again, let God initiate transformation for us. Again, we don't just sit down and say, okay, God... I've got three points here. I'm going to start doing this, and then you respond and change me as I do these things. No. It's the other way around. God says, this is what I want to do in you and for you, and so I want you to respond to me. Respond to me. Respond to my agenda. Lay your agenda aside, and as you respond to me, you will be transformed. Embrace what God is doing for us. Some of the things that God does for us are wonderful. We get excited. We're joyful. Other things are like, man, I'm dying. You're killing me. It's really true. The beastly part of us has to die. That's not always pleasant. But embrace what God is doing for us. That brings transformation. Then finally, place our everyday, ordinary life before God as an offering. Our ordinary, everyday life. Again, don't don't think, you know, we got to reach some level of sainthood before we can be a living sacrifice to God. Where we are, what we are, right now, today, tomorrow, the next day, all this week, ordinary people living everyday lives, God says, give that to me. Let that be a sacrifice. Start there. And embrace what I'm doing for you. In a community gathering like this, embrace what I'm doing for you in your ordinary, everyday life. But then tomorrow morning when you're at work or you're at school or you're at home, embrace what I'm doing for you. And the ordinary and the everyday, embrace what I'm doing for you. Quickly respond to what God is doing. 
in the ordinary and the everyday life. We are to be living sacrifices, not dead sacrifices, living sacrifices as God transforms us into a community of people that reflect who Jesus is. Now, as living sacrifices, living in this community, there are some practical things that we can do as a community, something that we can encourage as a community. So I want to encourage us to be living sacrifices in community. What that means, what that translates in, what we can do is commit ourselves to a community group. Our community groups have been kind of taking the summer off. We're going to start those up in September. Every one of us, every adult, I I mean, that's really my hope. That's really my prayer. I hope every one of us says, I'm going to commit myself for the next year to a community group. What what kind of sacrifice is is that? Well, there's some time involved. There's going to be an evening that you're going to lose to invest with a community of people. There's going to kind of be the sacrifice of individualism. Uh, you may not watch your favorite show that night because you might want to be with others in a community. There's going to be the sacrifice of self-centeredness. You can't be around a group of people in a community group and just think about yourself. You begin to think about other people. So there, are, there is a sacrifice involved. There is a cost. There's a price to pay. But it's a living sacrifice that we can do in community. So you can talk to the Gallagher's, you can talk to the Volcornies, you can talk to the Halls, the Paynes, the Jacobsons, the Smiths, the Ebies, the Wilsons, the Brandenburgers. All of those folks are leading in some way or fashion in small groups in our community. So every one of us can, can connect with a community group, and we, through that community group, as living sacrifices, can begin to be transformed as a community of people. It also goes into being living sacrifices in service. The encouragement is for each of us, as this becomes our community, as this becomes the place that's home base for us, you know, commit, uh, each one of us, commit to a ministry team. You know, there is, again, there's a sacrifice of serving. I'm going to give rather than take. There's a sacrifice of time. I've just listed out there, there's there's a variety of ways that we as a community are trying to serve the cause of Jesus. So each one of us, commit yourselves. There's a sacrifice there. Yeah, it's going to cost you something, but that's how we're transformed. We're transformed by doing, not just by receiving, giving, not just taking. Transformation through service. Then we want to add to that some transformation, living sacrifices and training. Our community groups, I think, do a good job of inviting us into relationships that bring transformation. I think that our Sunday mornings are geared towards helping us as a community to become like Jesus, to be, be transformed. We want to add something to that. We want to add somewhat of a curriculum. So I'm going to invite whoever would like to, uh, to be a living sacrifice through Vineyard 101. Uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of go through a course of study, just some fundamentals of what it, what it means to be part of a community called a vineyard church. Again, there's going to be a sacrifice of time. There's going to be a night. There's going to be a place we meet. There's going to be a small group of people. It's going to cost a little money, not much, but we're going you know, to have a few pamphlets to buy. But are we going to be living sacrifices? You know, are we, are we going to invest in 
transforming or we're going to position ourselves in a place where we're responding to what God is doing and that we're changing. He's changing us from the inside out. We're just making sure we're in the right place at the right time with the right people and that process is going. We think this is one of the things that can help. And then everybody that's uh, helping us in leadership, we want to add to what we're doing in our leadership training. And leadership development, maybe you're not leading right now, but you want to be a leader. Well, we want to help in that process. So we become a living sacrifice in training. Yes, Lord, change me. I want to lead. So do whatever you need to do so I could lead effectively. It's going to cost time. It's going to, you know, going to cost some money. It's going to ask you to buy some resources so that we can be developed. Transformation. We want to become like Jesus individually. We want to become like Jesus corporately. We want to be the body of Christ. These are some ways that we can do it. Another way is being a living sacrifice in global mission. We, we want to send teams of people to Rwanda, to Chile, to England, to Israel, and the Palestinian territories. Well, there's the sacrifice of time there. Most of those trips take 10 days. We're going a long ways away. Notice there's a sacrifice of money. It costs more to go to Rwanda than to be part of Vineyard 101. But I just I, I chuckle sometimes because, you know, when Jesus said, go to the nations, don't you think that he knew someday we'd have to buy airplane tickets? I mean, really? I mean, don't you think he knew that? So don't you think that when we say, yes, Lord, you said go, yes, Lord, we're being invited to go, that, yes, Lord, don't you think that as a community transformed by the generosity of God, that we say, yes, Lord, and together we send people? I mean, out of our generosity, out of God's provision, we want to send people all over the world as we're invited and as we sense God's leading us there. And then there's the sacrifice of worldview. I can guarantee you that if you visit Rwanda, you will not look at the world in the same way. I can also tell you that's a very disturbing thing. Uh, when Kathy invited us to come to Israel and the Palestinian territories in 1999, it rocked my world. Because what I thought I knew, and even what I thought the Bible taught, was blown up. And I've never been the same, and I'm still mad at her. <laughs> She's ruined Steve and Marianne. I mean, it's just she just has this track record. Our worldview can really be shaped. Jeremy, was your worldview uh, disrupted a little bit? When, yeah, just a little bit. Got a wonderful email while Jeremy was there. This what God was doing from the inside out and transforming him, transforming the way he looked at the world. We grow very comfortable where we are. But I can tell you, my friends, the world is not exactly as we think it is from what we read and what we watch on the television. Until you go, you don't know. And then when people come back, do you, do you, do you, act, do you, do you know that there are some people, I have friends, that watched what God was doing in powerful ways, but they couldn't come home and tell the story.
because it would so disrupt the worldview of the congregation that was supporting them that they feared losing their support. Do you know that game is played? So how much do we really want to be transformed? Or how much do we really want to just be comfortable? Do we want a faith that makes us comfortable? Do we want a faith that makes us right? We're right. Everybody else is wrong. We're blessed. Everybody else is cursed. Is that what we want? Because you can find that in the Western world. but I don't think that's the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus brought us. He brought us a good news message that changes us, that rocks our world, that sends us to the nations, that connects us with people across the planet because his kingdom is bigger than my nation. It's bigger than their nation. It's his nation. And he's calling every tribe and every nation, every tongue into his kingdom. And we bring the best of our cultures together to reflect his. Wow, it rocks our world. So yes, there is a sacrifice of our worldview. You will never be the same if you go on one of these trips. But you know what? You know what? You'll actually be better. You'll actually be better. Because just as in the story that we saw, there's always a good endings in fairy tales. And our kingdom story is somewhat like a fairy tale. Now the last thing that I'm asking us to kind of be a living sacrifice is in the growth of our community. You may call me a nut, but... Seriously, I committed us as a community to plant five churches out of here over the next 10 years. And it was because we already have three potential church plants. So I really really wasn't risking much. (laughs) But those of us that went to the national conference, I mean, the the whole vineyard saw our name up on a like a huge screen that we were one of, uh, several congregations across the nation that had committed to planting five churches over the next 10 years. Were you embarrassed by that, Jeremy and Jen, or was, were you curious by it? <laughs> so, see, it's Jeremy that's crazy. I'm not. You know, we're trying to respond to what God is doing. Again, we didn't, make, we didn't write the agenda. We're just trying to respond. Who has God placed in our lives? What is God up to? And one of the things that God is up to, we present ourselves to you. God, we're a community that wants to plant churches. We don't want to to grow a congregation of 1,000 people. We'd We'd rather plant three churches of 300 and keep planting more. And we have our first, the mission vineyard in San Antonio. And so want to pray for John and Arlita. And it cost us something to send out people to plant a church. We, it cost us, in some ways, the, the loss of regular friendship with the Blanksons, who I, I love hanging out with, but I don't see them as much anymore. It, it cost us the gifts that they used to give. They don't give those gifts to us anymore. 
cost us to plant a church. But it's worth it because it transforms us. We want to multiply our community gathering. We're going to start doing that this fall. We're going to take it slow. We're not quite ready to do that. But there, there's a cost that. There's going, to be, we're, there's going to be change here. We're actually going to invite other people to join us. I mean, I, I'm, I, again, I'm, I'm just crazy enough to believe that we as a community have something so good that I want to share it with as many people as possible. I don't want to just keep it to myself. We have something that God has given us that's really good. And I want more and more people to experience the goodness of God that He's given to us. I want to share what God has given to us. So we want to keep making room in our community for growth. It's not unlimited growth. We're not just going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger, and we're not just going to grow for bigness' sake. We have a mission to accomplish. We're going to grow. At some point, we're going to grow out of renting a space, growing into owning our own property. You know, one of my hopes is that when the next generation, uh, when I'm when I'm ready to sit in the back and just hold the babies and pinch Susan, you know, when I'm ready to do that, that I can say to the next generation, here you go, here's a facility. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to pay for it. It's paid for. You have to maintain it. You've got to take care of it. But now you have five to $6,000 more per month that you can just give into ministry. Now, I would like to be part of doing that, wouldn't you? Well, we're not ready to do that today, but we want to grow into that. But again, there's a sacrifice that we got to say. I mean, we've been, we really like meeting here. Well, yeah, it's been a good place, but we want to sacrifice it to move it on to something else so that we can, again, be transformed by what God is doing in our lives. My friends, I really do believe that they lived happily ever after. I really do believe that we will live happily ever after. As long as Jesus is transforming us, as long as we as a community keep inviting Jesus, have your way, O Lord. Jesus, form your heart in us. We will live not only happily ever after, but right now we'll be a community that's happier. May we as a community, again, not just a few of us, all of us, say, Lord, here we are. Take our ordinary, everyday, run-of-the-mill local church Here we are. We're a living sacrifice. Transform us, change us, let us become like you, Jesus. I'd like to pray that prayer for us, uh, but at the same time, I want to uh, just ask a couple other people to receive ministry this morning. One, I'd like Kathy to come stand up here, please. Uh, We're sending Kathy back to England, and then in September she'll be moving to Rwanda, and she'll live in Rwanda from September to December. 
Uh, those of us that go in October will see her in October in Rwanda. But I'd like for several of us in this time of ministry to surround her, lay hands on her, send her out with God's blessing uh, as she goes. Another thing during worship, I just really sense that one of the things that God wants to do today is he wants to heal people. I don't always sense that. Uh, but I, don't, I think some of us are, are struggling physically. I mean, there's something physically wrong with us. And uh, I would like for us to uh, pray for anyone that has a physical problem uh, this morning. So if, if, if you have something physical, uh, would you just kind of come over here uh, and let people surround you and pray for you? That's what Jesus did. Uh, and then, of course, if there's anything, if there's any way that we can serve you and care for you and pray for you before you leave, we're, we're here and we want to do that. But may we stand together and may we uh, pray together. I'm really limited in saying yes for you. I mean, I'm one of several leaders here, uh, and I, I say yes. I, I want to be transformed. I want to become more like Jesus. I want the beastly part of me to continue to be transformed into something beautiful. I want to be part of seeing the kingdoms around me transformed. I want, to, I want to be part of seeing the people that I relate to and my family and the people I run into you know, transformed by the presence and the power of God. So I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes for our community, but I need you to say yes to Jesus, not to me. And so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say some prayers, but you need to respond to Jesus. And you, you, have, you have two choices. Say yes to him or say no. Be honest. I mean, it doesn't blow him away if you say no. I mean, that doesn't knock him off, you know, his kingdom. You know, none of us have that great a power. I guess we know that, don't we? I mean, he'll say, okay. And he'll keep repeating until you say yes. It's only a matter of time. We all say yes. But maybe not now. So be honest with yourself. Be honest with Jesus as we pray. In us. In us. Come have your way, O Lord, in us. In us, your way. Do we say yes to Jesus? If so, say it out loud. In us, in us, come form your heart. Lord. In us, Jesus, your heart. Do we say yes to Jesus forming his heart in us?
Lord, do you hear the yes of your people? We invite you to form in us your heart. We invite you, Lord, to have your way. Lord, as a community of people, we want to be transformed. As a community of people, we want to be a community that represents the kingdom of God more than we represent the general culture around us. Do we say yes? Do we want to be citizens of the kingdom of God first and foremost? Is that a yes? Let your kingdom come, Lord. Demonstrate your power and your dignity among us. Yes, Lord. We want your kingdom. We want to be citizens of your kingdom. And out of being citizens of your kingdom, we want to be good citizens on this planet. Is that a yes? Yes, Lord. We want to be responsible citizens. Lord, we want you to transform our world. Is that a yes? Lord, we want you to bring blessing. We want you to lift the curse. Yes, Lord. Lord, we don't understand how you are renewing everything in the present age, but your word says in Romans 8 that creation is groaning around us for its redemption. Lord, we want everything that you redeemed by your death on the cross to be redeemed. We say, yes, Lord, bring redemption. Yes, Lord, bring it. Show us how, Lord, as you transform us, we transform the kingdoms around us. Lord, we want our schools to be transformed by your rule and your reign. Yes, yes, Lord. Lord, we want business to be transformed by your rule and your reign. Yes, Lord, for those of us that own a business, we want our business to be run by kingdom economy. Yes, yes, Lord. Lord, we want our nation to be impacted by the economy of your kingdom. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We want you to transform our world, Lord, starting with us. Lord, we want you to transform our families. Yes. Lord, we want, to, we want you to transform our neighbors. Yes. Yes, Lord, we want, we, want, we want your image. We want your behavior. We want to become like you in every way. Yes. Bring transformation, Lord. In us, O oh Lord. In us. Have your own way, Lord. In us, O oh Lord, form your heart. Lord, we are a living sacrifice. We place our everyday, ordinary lives before you. Lord, let us not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Lord Jesus, take every thought Make every thought obedient to you by the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit.
If anybody is suffering from anything physical, if you'll come up here, we'll kind of you know, start praying for you. Anybody having a physical problem? We want people praying for Kathy and sending her a blessing. We want people praying for those that are suffering physically. Uh, if you have other needs and uh, just want to receive some ministry this morning, please just come, come, come grab me and say, you know, could you pray for me in this? If you'd like to stay and help pray for people, you're welcome to do that. If you're ready to uh, go out and be transformed and see transformation come to the world around you, God bless you. May we do it. Uh, to his glory and for his kingdom's sake. So thank you for our morning together.